if I have a question. Well, if you have a question, you ask me. <laughs> That's usually <laughs> what happens, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Bitcoin Basics with your hosts, Faris and Gordon. Visit bitcoinbasics.help if you need help buying and securing your Bitcoin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Bitcoin Basics podcast. I am Ferris here again with Gordon. Today is the 14th of April. The price of Bitcoin is 41,135. The block height is 731,759. And we have the pleasure of doing another listener driven question. So today's question, Gordon, I believe is from Amelia, one of our regular listeners. Is that correct? Hi, everyone. Gordon here. Apologies for the annoying audio in this recording. I'm not sure what was going on with my microphone, but yeah, I'll uh, have it fixed by next time. But hopefully you can listen past that and uh, still enjoy the episode. It sure is. I'll play it in a second. But uh, if you have a question, Ferris, what do they do? If I have a question... Well, if you have a question, you ask me. <laughs> That's usually <laughs> what happens, yeah. <laughs> um, what do other people do if they want to their question answered on this podcast? Yeah, so as Amelia has done and several other listeners do, please go to bitcoinbasics.help and you'll see a microphone for a logo, uh, sorry, a logo of a microphone there and click on it and you can record a question if you're uncomfortable having your voice played on air. Just email it to us and we can answer any questions on air. And also, if you have any Bitcoin related queries, we do run a help desk. So this is where Gordon or myself will sit down with you in a Zoom session and we can help you do things like moving your Bitcoins from an exchange into a cold storage device, anything like that that is Bitcoin related, we're, we're there to help. Absolutely. Don't email us. Click that red button and record a question. So here's Amelia's question. A quick question, I would be most grateful for your answer. I currently use HODL HODL and usually depend on fast payments or bank wire or PayPal, but a lot of the users are reluctant to use those payment rails. So they were talking about TransferWise or Zoom, and I just didn't know which ones are most secure or safe, so would be really appreciate your insight into which online payment system you would recommend somebody like me who is a rookie to to use on HODL. Thank you very much. Bye. Great. Thanks, Amelia. Great practical question. Uh, she mentioned something called HODL HODL. Is that a typo? What the hell is that, Ferris? Uh, so HODL is... Um... Probably was a typo that originally came out years ago when someone was talking about Bitcoin. And the belief was someone typed, they meant to type, hold your Bitcoin, and they wrote, huddle your Bitcoin. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that just became an acronym for hold on for dear life because of the volatility uh, with Bitcoin price. But huddle, huddle is um, a peer to peer exchange. So if you were to buy your Bitcoins from Binance, Bitstamp, um, Swan Bitcoin, anywhere else, you have to upload proof of identity, 
proof of address and proof of uh, proof of residency, basically, because it's like opening a bank account. They're regulated, so they just need to know who you are. Huddle Huddle works differently. You can go to Huddle Huddle, and essentially, you can buy Bitcoin directly from someone else. Uh, it does make the payment solutions a bit more tricky because um, there's other options. The options for payment are dependent on the person. Um, so I think this is Gordon. You can go into a lot more detail as to why would someone use Huddle Huddle instead of a listed exchange or a uh, regulated first. exchange. Sorry. Huddle uh, Huddle is kind of like an eBay. You have buyers and sellers, individual buyers and sellers, but instead of a third party sort of thing like eBay, you don't need to register yourself. So the the, the things that we recommend are Huddle Huddle. Uh, we recommend something called BISC. BISQ.network. That's a little bit more technical and something you have to download. But the advantage of these, what are called peer-to-peer exchanges, you don't need to KYC yourself. And a lot of people like me use the KYC in a verb. It stands for know your customer, which just literally means you have to give your passport and take a selfie with your ID and all that kind of stuff. So the advantage of Hoddle Hoddle is you register yourself, email address, password or whatnot. You don't need to provide KYC information. You just find, for example, a seller of Bitcoin and you deal directly with them. As Faris mentioned, um, there are various payment options. You know, you could meet someone in at the local coffee shop around the corner or in the city and do it with cash. Nowadays, that's extremely rare. Most of the time you're doing bank transfers and other kinds of methods of payment. Amelia mentioned uh, Zoom, which by the way, Amelia, Zoom is a PayPal service or PayPal product, X. OOM, not to be confused with the communication platform uh, and transferwise, both of which I've used. Your question is what is the best or sort of like the safest? And I'm going to give an annoying answer and say any of them is fine. Any of the sort of major reputable ones, you're going to get your money. So whether it's PayPal or Western Union or transferwise, whatever, obviously that have different fees or whatnot. But I'd say any of them is fine. Nothing is 100% safe. But in terms of a banking system, these are all big sort of companies. So I, I think any of them is fine. But that's not really the issue. And, and, and the real issue is you've really got two processes. And so, for example, with something like HODL HODL, you, are reg- you don't need to register. And that's the massive advantage of HODL HODL. So you don't need to provide your passport information. You sign up with a name and a password and an email address and a password, and that's it. Then you go, so that's great. But then the second step, you're kind of going backwards in terms of privacy. You're actually using PayPal, a third party, or TransferWise or one of it, and you're sort of KYCing yourself in that individual transaction. So using Hotter Hotter is great, but then you're kind of KYCing yourself. So if if Hotter Hotter had the liquidity. And, and for example, most of the times that I've used it, I've had to use it with the US dollar. Um, doing a bank transfer is probably the best way. And the reason why people are like, oh, bank transfer, you know, Bitcoin. Well, your bank, you've already kind of KYC'd yourself with your bank anyway. Your bank knows who you are. They've got your customer details. They've got your physical address. So you've already KYC'd yourself at your bank. So if you can do a bank transfer or whatever, you know, interbank sort of payment system, without using a third party like PayPal or TransferWise, I would say that's the best. It's the best in terms of security and safety and whatnot, but it's also the best in terms of privacy because you're not having to deal with another third party. Yes, you're dealing with your bank, but there's sort of no sort of way around that. So 
I would say that's sort of the safest, the best, and most private way is try and do a bank transfer, wire transfer or interbank transfer. Would you agree with that, Ferris? If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. Yeah, I remember when I first got onto local Bitcoins years ago, um, uh, playing around with it and just, yeah, the whole concept kind of scared me off. I never actually ended up using it and I ended up KYCing myself. Um, but, and this is one of those things where if someone were to ask me, um, yeah, that's why I kind of deflected the question to you because I know a lot of people like to go in there and um, figure it out. But to me, yeah, the prospect just seems a little bit more scary. Um, but yeah, as Gordon just said, yeah, I, that's that's what I would look at doing. Um, but yeah, I I really don't have that much experience with with using them because um, I can understand why there's an appeal for non-KYC Bitcoins. Um, maybe in the future there will be for me, but for now, yeah, it's not something that I need. Yeah, I mean, you can have it first. And, and the problem is, and, and I would recommend HODL HODL. So, so here are my recommendations. Number one, I would recommend BISC.network, B-I-S-Q.network. It's pretty tech savvy. So you have to download an app essentially because it's a decentralized exchange. Um, but cons- considering the sort of the lack of liquidity, unless you're using US dollar pairings, it's probably not worth it. For example, for, for all the other currency pairings that I've used, there's no liquidity. So I would suggest HODL HODL and feel free to sign up with that if you're gonna use it, bitcoinbasics.help slash HODL HODL. That's an affiliate link. It throws a bit of love our way. Um, but again, I found that the liquidity of HODL HODL is simply not what it is in an exchange. And that makes sense, you know, it's a decentralized exchange. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest HODL HODL If you're finding that there's not many offers, if you want to buy Bitcoin in your local currency, um, then I'm going to suggest something maybe controversial for us, probably not. I'm going to suggest Binance's peer-to-peer platform, which I've used before. So instead of using the normal Binance platform, you know, you send your money from credit card or whatever to Binance, and then you buy Bitcoin with that. Bitcoin actually has a separate peer-to-peer platform. Um, Yes. And you can register, so you have to register on Binance and yes, you have to KYC yourself. So obviously that's not ideal, but in my mind, it's better to KYC yourself once at one place. And you know, Binance is out of the US and UK, so that's that's kind of good. But then once you've KYC'd yourself at Binance, then you enter their peer-to-peer marketplace and that simply is bank transfers or, or whatever. And the beauty of that, and why do that, it seems the same as hotter, hotter, right? Well. The difference is Binance has, you know, hundred times more liquidity. So, I mean, I just looked five minutes mm-hmm. before recording and there's like literally thousands of pairings for US dollar and other currencies. So um, for people who are maybe a little bit frustrated with the lack of liquidity at HODL HODL, have a look at Binance's peer-to-peer platform. Yes, you do have to KYC yourself, but you're only doing that once. And then every single time after that, you're not KYCing. It's just a, a bank transfer. So um, I would say if there's liquidity, use HODL HODL. If there's no liquidity, use Binance. And again, Faris, we have a an affiliate link, bitcoinbasics.help slash Binance, if you want to go ahead and set yourself up there. Well, thank you, Gordon and Amelia. We certainly hope that we answered your question. And thank you once again for sending it in. And just a reminder, guys, if you have any questions, queries, 
please feel free to get in touch, bitcoinbasics.help. We will answer your questions on air. And if you ever need any Bitcoin-related help, our help desk is there. Yeah, especially if you're trying to do something perhaps a little bit more privately or securely. Um, for example, withdrawing to a hardware wallet or trying to buy Bitcoins privately. There, There's a lot of nuance in this, Ferris. There's sort of no mm. one sort of way to do it. So uh, yeah, feel free to hit us up on bitcoinbasics.help. And the best way, I mean, if someone's listening to this and they're listening to how do I buy KYC free Bitcoin or how do I keep my stuff private, whatever. Um, the best way is actually to get paid in Bitcoin, but most of us can't do that. Um, that's kind of the ultimate in terms of privacy. And in terms of the bigger picture of privacy, Ferris and I are working on a project. So stay tuned to that because I know uh, Amelia emailed us and was really excited about that. Stay tuned. It's coming very soon, I promise. You sign off? Cool. Did you sign off? Yeah, yeah. No, we're good. Thanks for watching or listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe and share so we can spread this educational content to others like yourself. Visit bitcoinbasics.help. Disclaimer. Any content provided by CoinCompass is for educational and informational purposes only and is not investment, legal, tax or any other professional advice. A qualified professional should be consulted before making any financial decisions. CoinCompass will at times recommend certain products, services and technologies but these are opinions based upon our own or podcast guests' experience and not endorsements. We take no liability for out-of-date or inaccurate information, software bugs, manufacturing errors, technology misuse, or issues involving third parties. Visit coincompass.com for more information and please contact us.